Hello guys, this is LazyJoeWolfox bringing you guys the very first episode of Fur Chat. I welcome you all to the very first launch episode as we kickstart the show and get it up and going. So without further ado, I have lots to talk about. Let us go ahead and get right on into everything that I am going to discuss. Okay, so first things first, we are going to talk about something a little bit bad. Um, so first things first, we are going to talk about um, bullies and the fan base. Um, those of you that aren't aware or probably are still a lot younger than I am, um, we're going to talk about bullies in the fan base and then we're going to talk about my thoughts on that, I got some weather news to share, and then after that, I've got some a few, a few things game-wise to share, and then something trading card game-wise to share, and then we will go into housekeeping. So, it's kind of a lot based on my notes. So, I'm going to go ahead and just explain. I, I carry a handy, uh, little handy notebook to write down everything I'm going to talk about in the show, and then after that, I take those same notes and I upload them to the website. Um, I do not have the website up yet. It's probably going to be uploaded first thing tonight. Um, like I said, I'm still in the process of setting up the show. I just wanted to get the first, you know, the first launch episode out of the way before I, you know, jump the gun into doing everything else, like the, um, you know, like the website and all that. The website's probably going to be, you know, one of those built on one of those website builders um right now i don't have the funds to make it a legitimate site but um i'm planning and hoping that i can start making you know you know my fund wise to start coming from um the podcast and we can use the podcast to uh be able to you know the money that comes into the podcast the podcast I'm, i'm using just for fun it's a hobby thing but i'm planning to take the money earned from the podcast and throw it into the website, the merch, all that stuff for the podcast, everything that's going to go, you know, like the merch wise, um, all that fun stuff in order to do all that fun stuff. Um, I have, you know, obviously we have to have funds of some type. So, um, anyway, enough distractions aside, enough updates to aside, the website's going to be built first thing tonight. So, um, don't worry about looking at the website till probably, I'd say tomorrow. Um, I will have it linked tomorrow. I should have it linked into the, um, I know once I'm done with it tonight, I'm probably going to, I am going to link it to the show in the description uh, of the podcast itself. So you guys can have a look at it through anchor or wherever you're getting your podcasts distributed. Um, the money for the show is going to come by means of sponsorships. And what do I mean by sponsorships? Well, they're going to be coming through means of, it's going to be coming through means of, um, throwing in advertisements into my show. So yes, you're going to hear, you're going to hear me blab on about advertisements in my show. Um, please do not skip them. I know those of you in anchor can skip them. Please do not skip them. That is my revenue. If you skip them, I do not get the support. Like, if you if you skip them, I do not get the money. That's the thing people always do is they try to skip 
the um they try to skip the whole oh, I'm gonna skip the advertisement thing. Please don't do that because um the advertisement just let it play because that ad, you you simply letting it play and listen and hearing me out and hearing my boring talk about this that or the other for 30 seconds that's giving that's giving me my pay like that's where my pay is coming from so please you know us podcasters have to make you know have to make a living off of our show somehow and if we cannot make and if we don't if those ads do not play in front of your ears then we do not we cannot make a living um that is how you know that it's in lieu of you having to put money into a patreon account so it's either that or put money into a patreon account you know, if you got nerve to skip an advertisement, put in mon- put money into the Patreon fund. Then you know what I mean. Um, it is it's a lot better than you having to pay up front. It's basically a free contribution, meaning you're contributing to the show in your own free way. You don't have to pay anything to hear these ads. So you know you don't have to pay anything to the ads. You just simply have to listen to them. And if you listen to them, the 30 second, 15, 30 second ads, then you know to you know sometimes there'll be a minute. Depends on how long the script is, but if you hear me blabber on between thirty seconds to a minute, even that's how the pay that's how the pay for, from the podcast comes to me. That way, it's your contribution, so that way you know to the podcast, so you don't have to put that way you're not having to actually spend money into a Patreon fund into a, into a pointless Patreon fund. So um, it was I that's kind of why I have the advertisements in there. Anyway. Um, distractions aside let us go ahead and continue on alrighty guys so before we get into the whole shindig of the bullying topic I want to discuss a little bit about me and how I basically came into the furry fandom in the first place so, of course, if you don't know me, I go by the fursona name Lazy Tail Wolf Ox. Um, if you don't know what that noise is, if you hear it, that's my phone buzzing. I have, uh, I'm getting constant messages. But anyway, um, my main form of contact is mainly Instagram. So um, you can find me at Lazy Tail Wolf Ox on Instagram, and you can conversate with me that way if you wish to be interviewed in the show. Or if you wish to be a part of the show in some way, um, I started off my in, my Instagram account like any other normal person. Started off small, and then I worked my way up to the 1,000 followers. Though I didn't expect the follower count because I was just doing TikTok and whatnot for fun. And I I am a TikToker as well. I'm a furry TikToker. Um, I do TikTok really for fun to make people smile and, you know, because right now we're going through a hard time, especially with the coronavirus pandemic. Um, there has been a lot going on, people losing their jobs, stress of not knowing where their next paycheck's going to come from. Um, there's just a lot of stress mainly around the virus itself in general, healthcare professionals, um, some of them dying from this virus because they're putting their lives at risk because they're going out to save lives from the virus itself. Um, right now, right now, um, here, here where, um, in the area I'm, where I'm at recording, we've had over about over 250 deaths. 
So we sit at over 250 deaths, almost 300 deaths. Um, the U.S. alone has reached over 9,000, almost 10,000 deaths. So this is a pretty intense pandemic. Um, one probably, and it's going to be one of the, and it's just going to continue climbing up from here. It's just going to continue to get worse as the peak season starts to arrive. Um, but anyway, pushing that aside, I did TikTok to make people smile during this pandemic, you know, keep all the good vibes, basically keep to keep the good vibes rolling, you know, keep everybody on good vibes with everything going on. But anyway, uh, I came into the fandom at the age of 16. I, uh, it was, it was, I believe it was a couple of years after moving here. I just, I was just, I just became a freshman in high school. Um, I, it was like after I know it was after I became a freshman in high school. Uh, actually, actually I was looking at the fandom when I was, when I was a freshman, I became part of the fandom when I was a sophomore, but uh, so yeah, it was my sophomore year when it was my sophomore year in high school. And that was when I became a big part of the fandom. I honestly, didn't know what I wanted. I had trouble making friends at the time. And I thought, well, if I could find, you know, if I could find something that I can relate to people with, then hopefully it'd be easier for me to make friends and be able to keep friendships. So sure enough, I did find, so I found the furry fandom at 16, uh, became a sort, I wasn't really into it at the time. But then I was just looking at the art, enjoying my, and, you know, just being young, being young and stupid. I still am young and stupid, but (laughs) what I'm going at is I didn't become a big part of the fandom until I was at least 17 years old. I just turned 17, became a big part of the fandom. Um, That was when I started getting into watching the YouTube videos. Uh, My first... YouTube videos I wa- I was I was watching was uh, it was originally it originally started with um, Al the Wolf I believe his name is but he goes by BioGods and now and I thought and I really really looked up to the guy and respected him with all odds um, at least that was until uh, at least that was until that was at least that was until uh, something happened between him and I on uh, for Affinity and. Things took a downhill spiral from there, but um, anyway, yeah, the, yeah. Of course, you know, Bio Gods and I were kind of not on good terms right now. I could never figure out why. It wasn't my fault. I'm gonna be honest. It wasn't my fault. It was kind of more so his fault. I, he and I are kind of not on good terms right now. Um, especially Kale. He, I think he, Kale, and I were ki- are kind of not on good terms right now. Um. I don't know what happened. Something just happened, and all of a sudden, poof, we're not on good terms. Um, but anyway, I also, after that, I believe after our good terms had came to a drastic end, I unsubscribed from his channel and basically just quit watching him at that point. I then start got, and then I was like, you know what? There's got to be other furry YouTubers besides just him, right? And I googled furry YouTubers, and I came across uh, Beta Eta Delota, Majira, Stra- Majira Strawberry, um, Kira the Wolf, all these other, all these other people. And I just <laughs> didn't know what I was doing. I didn't even watch their videos. I just subscribed to all of them. I think I only watched Majira's, 
Then after subscribing, after a month of subscribing to uh, Beta's account, I started watching his stuff. And it just, and then after that, and after a year, I start watching everybody's stuff. So <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing at the time. I really didn't know what I was doing uh, when I was on YouTube at the time. I am, and yes, I do have my own YouTube channel, but that's 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 something I'm going to save for later. Um, right now, my main focus is Instagram because that's my main point of contact. That's my main point of connection. So uh, as of right now, as far as where the podcast goes and everything, I think Twitter and Instagram are my main two sectors of contact. Um. Anyway, we're. I basically became a big part of the fandom. I've been in the fandom for about, God, five years, almost six years now. It's been quite a long time. And let's see, I'm 21 now. I was 17 when I came into the fandom. So that, yeah, that's four years. I've been a part of the fandom for four years. All right. A lot younger than I expected to be, but that's fine. That's still quite a long time. Um, my, I originally, as a kid, I watched, you know, of course, what we watch a lot of furry animations as kids and whatnot. Um, I remember watching Sonic the Hedgehog, that Sonic the Hedgehog as a kid. Oh, I belched when I tried to say that. Ugh, that's gross. Anywho, um, but yeah, it, I became a big part of the fandom at 17 and been a part of the fandom since then. I uh, I was writing a lot of furry fiction. I would write, you know, novel. I'd write novels from time to time, or self-publish those on Amazon, and that got me. That kind of got me nowhere. They're just sitting up there now. But um, I just I do a lot of these things for fun, for you know, interest to seek out what it is I want to do. And mentally, I haven't chosen it yet, but. I chose I choose to do podcasting honestly as a paid hobby. That's kind of like where my writing and that's kind of like where my writing sits at. Um, I mean, it and the podcasting kind of sit at a pay as a paid hobby. So it's more of like you know. And right now, it's kind of I'm kind of depending on these hobbies because they you know are going to help get me through this pandemic, just like everybody else. A lot of people are just trying to keep busy to get through the pandemic. So. Um, Anywho, that's why I say, you know, listen, that's why I said in the beginning of the podcast, listen to the ads because the ads are what's going to get me paid. You don't have to, you don't have to pin, you don't have to pinch a single penny to me listening to these ads. It is free of charge to use anchor and it's free of charge to basically listen to my podcast anywhere. Well, through Spotify, I think you have to pay for Apple podcasts. I don't know, but wherever you pay or don't pay to listen to your podcast if you don't pay to listen to your podcast um i'm sure this will be on Castbox fm too you can also check it out on Castbox fm too that's 100 free i that was where i started my podcasting was um Castbox fm i originally started over there and then i was getting nowhere because i wanted i decided that if i'm going to take it as a paid hobby i may as well start doing it on anchor right you know anchor is free to use and you can just Though you only start on one podcast, it's they do one podcast at a time where CastBox does multiple, where it allows you to do multiple shows. But Anchor only allows one show at a time, one show per account. Sorry. Um, because 
it's to see if you're going to be committed to doing your podcast. You know what I mean? Uh, it's it's because doing one podcast that's like super easy to keep up with versus doing five trillion of them at once on on Castbox FM because it's hard for you to keep up at that point. Anyway, enough about me and enough about how I got into the fandom. We're, um, part of me that's a helicopter zooming by, but anyway. We're now going to switch gears and talk about the bullying topic in the fandom. Alrighty, guys. So, welcome welcome back to that lovely little scene, Switcheroony, that Anchor obviously allows you to do. Anywho, we're now going to talk about um, bullies in the fandom, and... One of the questions that came up is, why are bullies so toxic? And that is actually kind of a obvious question, with honesty, because but that's also more of a versatile question. And I have reasons to say that, because there's so many reasons behind somebody harassing you. Why so many reasons, there's so many reasons why they do what they do. Um... So many reasons backing up. A lot of it could be, you know, maybe insecurity. A lot of it could be jealousy. You know, a lot of it could just be, they just don't flat out like you, you know? And I've learned that there's going to, there's going to be a lot of people you're going to make enemies with. There's going to be a lot of people you're going to be enemies towards, you know, it's not easy. It's, it's not a let's please everybody world. It kind of makes sense if you think about it, because you're not going to please everybody. I learned that I learned that the hard way when I when I started my when I started my first job, you know, you're just simply not going to please be pleasing to everybody. And I say this because it's the truth. You know, I had to learn this the hard way and I'm still learning it as I go. You know, we're still going to learn it. You're even as a teenager, even as a 16 year old teenager, you're not going to please everybody. You know, so the answer to that and answer is the answer to that question that I have, what should, um, when should I stop trying? Well, the answer is now you should stop trying to please people. Now I'm not saying stop trying in general, dear Lord. No, I'm not, I'm not promoting that. I'm just saying what this is coming off of is a, you know, the the harassers can be your friends or family, you know, they could be anybody. You know, you, you know, I once, you know, I once had a sibling that did not accept me for being a furry and was I hurt by it? Yes, but it eventually just got to the point where I didn't really care. I was just going to continue to be myself no matter what, you know, if, you know, I had, and, and I had a lot of accepting people around me. Um, but I, I also had a lot of, I had, I think I had more people who hated me versus those who accepted me. And I'm going to be honest, when you find out who accepts you, listen to those who are accepting you for who you are. It is a lot easier to go on how people see you and th- and then think about how bad it is that you're a furry or how cringy that it is that you that I that I dress up as a um as a fo- as a fox wolf hybrid. In a fur, in like a, in a furry costume, and go to furry conventions. Like, there's going to be people that think that's disgusting. Okay, it's the same thing with the anime fandom. 
people are gonna find people are gonna find it weird that you sleep with a lolly pillow every night. Of course, people are gonna find it weird, you know. And yet, and you know, it's that it's it's the same thesis here, here and there. It's the same exact thesis. Um, you know, yes, I'm yes. I basically said we're just as bad as as anime otaku's. Okay, not all otaku's are terrible. All right. I'm, I'm being honest. That si- that same sibling was not like that. All right, um, as an otaku. But what I'm, what I'm saying is not all of them are like that. But uh, and it's the same thesis as furries. Not all furries are disgusting yiffers. Okay, not all of them are. All right. You know, just it's it's the same exact thesis that follows the same exact chain. If you think about it. Um. It's more of a way for people to express themselves. It's the same way with the anime fandom. It's for people to go off and come together by simply expressing themselves and enjoying a hobby. That's exactly what's going on with furries. You know, anime otakus are the same way. You know, where we all just meet people, come together, enjoy a hobby. That's all we do. And it's a very expensive hobby. You know, cosplaying is not easy. Fursuiting is not easy. Okay, it's expensive. It's they're both equally, if not one, is more expensive than the other. So, um, I mean, literally, you try fursuiting. We we we're the OGs of the of the expensive game. You know, a freaking fursuit's like three four thousand dollars. You know, cosplay can be you know anime cosplay can cost the same. It can cost about three four thousand dollars depending on how rare the show actually is. You know, or how rarely made the costume is. So. You know, it's not easy. It, you know, we're on like the same kind of scale here. But, you know, both of us are on the same scale. But do realize you're not going to be accepted by everyone. You're going to have incidences where either somebody in your family is not going to accept you. Or it's going to be somebody at school that's not going to accept you. Or it's going to be somebody at work that's not going to accept you. Somebody in your church. It does not matter. Yes, if you're a Christian fur, if you're a Christian fur you know, props to you, you know, but it could be somebody in your church, like your youth group or your adult ministry. That's just not going to accept you. Yes. Adult. Yes. Adults act like that. Okay. I've been there. Um, I have family that's been through that. That's been, that's been like that. Um, I have, I've, I've seen somebody at work one time that was like that. You know, people are not going, not everyone's going to accept you. You just, you have to, you have to see that line. You have to read between that line and understand that and analyze that, you know, you can't, what happens is, is we reach a level of expectation where we think everyone's going to accept us. I've, I've had that same expectation. Believe me, I was naive. I thought the same thing, but once I expressed myself, because I knew once I let that furry side out, there was going to be no going back. I went went to school in it one time, into my uh, cosplay, into my uh, furry, in my fur, in my fur suit, as I call it. And I went to school in it just to show it off and to see who'd still accept me. It was a test. It was a test. I tested a lot of friendships that way. And there was quite a few people in my class that didn't accept it, but then there was a lot of people that did. I think there was like three or four people in my class that absolutely tried to nail me with harassing words that I just outright ignored. And then I had, and then I at least had like the rest of the class pretty much 
pretty much wanted, uh, I guess one of them wanted to mess with my tail, and then the other one, <laughs> I don't even think this, this, I don't even think this girl was in my class, but <laughs> apparently she was a furry too, and uh, and she wanted to mess around with my tail, you know? <laughs> and then I, <laughs> I know how bad that sounds. I'm sorry, but <laughs> what I'm saying is, is there's gonna be people who are gonna accept you, and then there's gonna be a majority of people that aren't. You just have to be prepared to expect that. Um, I've learned that the, the best things that happen in life is when you expect the unexpected. I was taught that by, uh, by somebody at work, somebody at work had told me that I can't, I don't want to mention, I can't mention their names cause, uh, I don't want to, I don't want it to, you know, I don't want it to go nuts on the podcast or go nuts at work, you know, but he had taught me that the hardest things in life come from expecting too much. You know, and, and and what he what he meant by that is basically expect the un, it's it's better to expect the unexpected, meaning expect th- like think it this way. How many, you got to think it like this? How many people are going to accept me for being a furry, and how many people aren't going to accept me? See, if you think about it like that, it's easier to handle. You see, that, that's that's my tip. That's my lovely little tip for you guys, for, for all of you listening. If you think about it like that, how many people are going to accept me? And this is something I came up, I just came up with just now. You know, I literally came up with just now. And, and when I started doing the, when I did that little fursuit test at school, I actually asked myself this question before I did it. How many people are, are going to accept me? And how many people are not? going to accept me for being a furry you know when you ask yourself this question it's easier to put it into a better perspective you know you'll be able to put it into a better perspective of things and it's not going to hurt you as bad when you take note of those who do accept you and then take note of those who don't accept you you can push those who don't accept you you can push them out of your life it'll be much easier for you to push them out of your life and then it and then it becomes easier to take those who do accept you and surround yourself with those people. You know what I mean? Unless they're of course they're trying to use you, which I'll get into that into another episode. But um anyway, we're now going to go ahead and switch gears and I'm going to go ahead and share my experience with um being harassed as a furry and then what my final thought is on that. Have you ever wanted to make your very own podcast? Have you ever wondered why podcasting is so hard and how you could find an easier way to do so? I'm Lazy Tail Wolfox, the host of the lovely uh, podcast channel called Fur Chat here on Anchor. If, um, I'm here to tell you all things about Anchor. So let's get started. First thing and foremost, it is absolutely free of charge. You do not need to worry about late fees, fees, or any fees whatsoever. Yes, fees, fees, fees. Uh, there is no fees whatsoever. It is absolutely free, free, free. Another thing, there are plenty of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer, meaning you can use your built-in microphone or, like I'm doing, a standard issued stereo mini mic to record your pod- to record your podcast with. You can easily edit it through mute through their built-in music con- content built into the Anchor app. Another thing to note: 
Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more places to come. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. You can also It is also everything you need to make a podcast in one convenient place. To get started, you download the Anchor app for free on Google Play or iOS and go to or go to anchor.fm on your computer to get started. Alrighty guys, I am now going to go ahead and get into my lovely little little background story I have for you guys. I'm going to share it's a little something about um, when I was harassed back and when I was harassed back in high school and whatnot. So here's I'm going to go ahead and share this out. It's a little it's short brief. So I was harassed in high school by friends and other kids around me. I take, of course, I um, I take meds for depression and whatnot because I felt I needed to please everybody. This was true, and I, I felt as though I needed to please everybody. Where was I? And thought, and basically thought I was automatically accepted for being who I am, which that was how I felt. At the, this was back in high school. That was how I felt. Um, it hurt. It hurt me, of course, when I found out for the hard way that I was wrong. I lost a lot of friends, and I lost I lost friends. But once I got, but once of course I started my 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 job and my job path and everything, more more people around me started to accept me than those who didn't. Uh, basically, it was more people at work that started to accept me than the, than those at work who did not. Um, and that's because, and I'm and I'm gonna basically tell you this before I tell you my final thought. It's basically when um. Once we all become adults, nobody really cares what you do as long as it's not bothering them. You see what I mean? And like nobody really cares much about what you do, hobbies, hobby wise. Like nobody at work would really care. And with honesty, they just would blow it off. They would be like, they would they would basically be like, um, they basically be they basically be like, <laughs> I can't say it. They'd be like, you, you know. It is what makes you happy, so go for it. You know, if it's what makes you happy, go for it. That's basically how the adult life really is. You know, nobody is really going to care. They choose to accept you. They choose not to. You know, it just you know when people accept you, those people that accept you, that just tells you more so that they're basically your real friends. It tells you how real. It tells you they're that they're your real friends. That those who found out but didn't accept you they just weren't your real friends to begin with they were just either using you because of course you were famous on instagram or something or whatever you know it could be something like that something you know something otherwise i'm not i don't consider myself that famous on instagram it's just that was just a simple example um basically just following you around just for sport you know what i mean all right so my final thought is this not everyone is going to accept you for you do not let the hate burn you burn you out and keep going and enjoying yourself because it will show your haters that you never really cared in the first place. That is true. My final thought on that is actually 100% true. If you continue to keep going on being a furry, this is for those that are being bullied as furries. If you choose to continue to do what you do, whether it's on TikTok or you're a furry on Instagram 
or you're a furry on Twitter, Tumblr, DeviantArt, Fur Affinity, it does not matter where you're, where you're most famous at. It does not matter. If you have a sibling that does not like you, that does not like you for you, or you have a friend that doesn't like you for you, but y'all have been friends or siblings for like ever, just note this. It was their decision in the first place. It wasn't yours. You know, they, you know, it's just don't let their hate bother you. It's kind of what I did with my sibling is I didn't let her hate get to me. And that's what I'm basically telling and basically saying this out to y'all is don't let the hate of others burn you out and don't let it and basically just keep enjoying yourself for who you are. Don't, don't let them stomp on you. Don't let them don't, you know, don't, of course, don't let them stomp on you, but you know, stay humble about it. You know, I was told by a boss, you know, it just shows that you're the most humble person. You know, letting it happen basically says you're the most humble person of the bunch. You know what I mean? Basically not knocking their knocking, not basically not knocking their literal shit in for letting it for for it happening to you. That's that's not what I'm saying. Don't do that. But not doing that basically makes you the humble person, you know, forgetting about it and moving on. That makes you the humble person. You know, and my boss told me that um, he told me that when I was at work one time, he basically because I it was because I was being harassed by um, another co-worker. I'm not going to, you know, I was being harassed by another co-worker and he he I mean, that obviously that co-worker, that co-worker is no longer there. But um, he was he was recently fired. But um, what I'm saying is this manager, he told me that, you know. The eat that the cool that the greatest things in life that come come from being humble, you know that basically come from humbling yourself. That's what he told me. That's where the most enjoyment comes comes from in life. Um, and I had it, and um, I basically had another coworker tell me one time that the best things in life come from not giving up and from just simply being the real you. It's okay to be tough from time to time and to stand up for yourself at times when, when it, when you need it most, but, um, it's always good to just be yourself and enjoy who you really are because a lot of us are young and a lot of us are, and I'm, I'm still young, obviously, but, um, just enjoy, you know, He basically was telling me to enjoy my young years while I have them because they're going to go by fast, you know, and I'm going to say this, that those words, everybody's words of wisdom that I would get from work, especially here at home, I cherish those. I cherish those words a lot because I always have something to look back upon when things get tough. And I ask myself, you know, and I ask myself questions based on based on what was told to me. You know, am I enjoying myself to the fullest? Am, am I giving it my all? Am I remaining humble? You know, and these are a lot of life questions I ask myself because then it allows me to reflect on those moments where I've had those talks, you know, sorry, I was out of breath, (laughs) but it allows me to reflect on those moments where I've had those conversations. You know, it allows me to my brain to reflect back when and where I've had those conversations before, you know, and 
who told me, and then it basically reflects on who told me what, you know? So, like I said, just keep, keep going as my coworker, if my coworkers are tuning into this, as they tell me, keep chugging and chewing as, uh, as yeah, I go, I go by a train a lot, but, uh, you know, y'all saw it on my Instagram as they tell me all the time, keep chugging and chewing no matter you know, even if thing, even <laughs> it sounds weird, but it's their catchphrase for me. But, um, you know, t- t- it basically means just keep going, you know, just keep going no matter what, enjoy who you are, enjoy being yourself. We're now going to go ahead and switch over to some recent events that I have picked up and then we will close out the show. Alrighty guys, um, while that other episode uploads on my data, we will now, yes, I'm using my data because the Wi-Fi does not extend out here. So anyway, we're now going to go ahead and talk about a little bit of weather news based on what I saw through like, uh, Weather Nation and whatnot. So, um, I'm going to start, I'm going to give this out a little bit too. Whenever I get like weather news too, I'm going to share out some weather news that I get. But, um, anyway, we're going to go ahead and just jump into this topic. Um, so, and for those of you that obviously are hearing this and you're from Tuscaloosa, Alabama, or you're within the vicinity of the area, um, I'm sure you guys were aware of the six tornado touchdowns that occurred. Um, most of them being EF zeros and a and one EF two. I'm going to say to those, I'm hoping for the best, especially the one, especially the area that was struck by the EF two. Um, I'm going to say this, I give you my hopes and thought, my hopes, thoughts, and prayers out, um, and hope for the best and hope for the best that's yet to come. Hopefully you guys can recover if there's any damage and any life lost, anyone injured. We all we can do is just pray and hope for the, for the very best to continue. Um, there, for those of you that are up North, Obviously, y'all have snow that's still affecting your area as well. Um, y'all, I got the, I saw this on Weather Nation too, and felt like I had to discuss this. Um, I'm, I'm recording this all the way down south. We don't get snow in the south, but um, we just get really cold winters. That's pretty much it. Other than that, we don't get any snow. I think, um, I think where I was uh, previously growing up. We, uh, we would get a lot of sleet, like sleet being like fro- basically frozen rain on the roads or ice on the roads. So I think other than that, that was really it, basically really sleet roads. So, uh, and then I guess basically we would just use salt on the tires to keep, to keep our tread on the roads. I um, remember seeing the bus driver get off one time. She would apply, and this is an elementary school, she would apply, uh, salt to the tires every now every so often to basically keep the tread so we're not slipping slipping and sliding on a on a 20 ton bus so on a 20 on a 20 10 20 ton school bus so <laughs> you know it's not you know it's not slipping sliding and everybody's getting hurt you know what i mean risk crashing you know you, you risk crashing that way if you're not careful on sleet roads especially icy roads and snow covered roads because you lose traction it's because 
it's because of friction of your vehicle the melting ice on that sits on the very top you're basically going to lose friction you're going to lose friction fast just like rain down here down south when it rains when it's pouring down raining it's very easy for us to lose traction but salt's not going to help us in this case at all you know we just have to maintain a slower speed so we're not crashing and going into somebody's house or slamming into somebody's mailbox or power pole or whatever whatever the variable may be we're not slamming into it you know but um those of you up north you're facing a little bit of a snow crisis right now even though it's april and it's already spring and it's like basically the beginning of springtime long since the beginning of springtime you guys are still facing that snow crisis up there and then of course earlier today um yesterday and earlier today we were receiving a bunch of rain um down here where i'm recording we were receiving a bunch of rain and um we kind of got the rain that we so desperately needed because it was getting dry out here i mean i mean literally like it was so dry the um the backfield facing behind me is basically dry and dead you know things like that can get really really dangerous especially for fires because all it takes is for one little spark and the whole things the whole field back there behind me would go up or you know all sorts of mess would happen you know wildfires would spread fast in dry conditions so that's pretty much it on the um that's pretty much it on the uh, little weather updates i had going on that i that i basically recorded that i jotted down just to share in this episode as a little time filler whenever i get more um updates i'll let you guys know do keep in mind hurricane season is a month away uh, it starts next month in May, so um, do be pre- make sure that all your preparation, anyone down here, like in the south or whatnot, be you know east coast, west coast, be prepared. Anyone on outer islands, Africa, wherever you may be, that is hur- that is hurricane prone. Please make sure you have your hurricane preparation kits ready. Make sure that um, everything's checked up and good to go. I'm not saying like. There's a hurricane out there yet. And I'm like, no, I'm just saying this, like, make sure everything's all prepped up every, you know, patch up anything that needs to be patched up. Um, as in like making patches, like if you need like band-aids for your first aid kit, go get those. If you need, you know, if you need, basically if you, there's necessities patching up me in my terms, meaning getting any necessity, necessary supplies that you're running low on, like, Band-Aids for your first aid kit, um, peroxide for your first aid kit, anything first aid kit wise, water wise, if you need, if you, if you're running low on bottled water, uh, if you're running low on non-perishable food items, running, if you don't have any batteries for your flashlights, like any extra batteries for your flashlights or don't have any batteries for your flashlights in general and they're dead, make sure that you, you know, have those at the ready, put in a safe place locked away in a safe if need be just make sure that when the time does come this season and we do face a hurricane crisis make sure you're not basically just not losing your shit make sure you're prepared so you're not losing your shit when a hurricane comes out of the blue that way you're not ready that way because you don't want to be the one who's not ready for the incident um believe me we we've had neighbors that have flipped out because they were not ready and then they do last minute shopping literally when the storm is off just offshore so 
I'm saying this now with months, 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 months ahead. If anything's going to happen at all, that you just be prepared right now. So that way when, because my family, we're, we're prone to starting our preparations early, early, making sure our safety kits are patched up. Our first aid kit is patched. You know, our safety kits are patched up. Our supplies, our food supplies and water's all patched up and ready to go. So when something does happen, we're already ahead. Of, we're already months ahead of time prepared. You know, we're like basically prepared months ahead of time. Um, it is, it's a lot easier to be prepared months ahead of time than it is 30 seconds ahead of time. You know what I mean? Then it is 30 seconds before the storm slams the coast. So, <laughs> um, it's just my advice. Please heed it. It is, it is going to save you time. If you can start gathering your kits, checking your kits now, it's going to save you a hell of a lot of time and it's going to save you a hell of a lot of stress. That way when a hurricane does come, you're already ready. You're already set. You're already prepared. This includes anyone on the West Coast, East Coast, islands, Africa, wherever you will be that could get hit by a hurricane or that is hurricane prone. Just make sure you're just make sure everything's patched up and ready. Because like I said, like I just said earlier, we're already a month we're already a month away from hurricane season beginning, actually beginning. So it's like I said, it's just a lot easier for you to be prepared months ahead of time than to have to rush to the store 30 seconds before the storm slams the coast and basically risking you or your family's life. So do do heed this and do take it into account. Sorry, I'm trying to sit up on a chair that's wobbly. It's like missing a leg. It's probably going to break on me. So uh, anywho, let me get up out of the chair Um, anywho, so we're going to go into some game news, change gears and go into some game news. And then, uh, we'll be, and then we'll move on and we'll then move on to, uh, the card game news. And then after that, we are officially closing out. Alrighty guys. All right, so now we're going to go ahead and talk about some. Uh, we're going to talk about some game news. I have some reviews, personal opinion reviews I have come up with that I think you guys could find a little bit interesting. Um, one, one of them is going to be obviously about an older game that has been out for a while, and then another one's going to be a brand new game that was just launched recently that I think that I think some of you might like. Especially if you're a Harry Potter fan. Yes, this includes a Harry Potter game. Spoiler alert. So anyway, I'm going to go ahead and talk about that and go ahead and get started. So first things first, I'm going to talk about um, Pokemon Go. So for those of you, uh, obviously Pokemon Go is like super old now. It's like, what, 2015? The game came out in 2015. And now it then became a meme. Some kid was singing about playing Pokemon Go every day on, on I guess YouTube and Instagram, but um, that went, went off became a huge viral meme, and then now nobody really talks about the game much anymore. I'm I'm gonna give you my personal review. I'm gonna say this: I didn't quite enjoy that game. I just after a little while I lost interest in it because uh. I don't know how I just my attention span is short for certain things, 
But I'm going to be honest and say, well, it is a very enjoyable game. It does get you moving. You know, it and uh, this other game I'm going to talk about, this Harry Potter game I'm going to talk about, they both get you moving. Um, and they, they do a, this this company, whoever they are, do a real good job on, on it. I give Pokemon Go a four out of five stars because it was also kind of glitchy. I'm, I'm going to say why four, not five, because I noticed when I went to play, when I'd log into the game, sometimes it would just constantly update. The constant updates would get into the way of my uh, playing experience. And then on top of that, it would constantly glitch when the um, when the new updates would, would be into the game itself it would basically start glitching out and then i would end up getting bumped out of the game bumped off the game so other than that other than those little cringy parts i would say four out of five if you have the right phone you know what i mean granted i don't know how it did that because i have a galaxy s9 so i don't know how in the hell it would do that but for some weird reason, for some weird reason, it did. So I kind of gave it a four out of a five because it was doing good for quite some time. And then once the updates started coming in, it got real glitchy and then it just wouldn't work for my phone. So I had to just get rid of it. Now, this ga- this other game I'm going to go ahead and jump the gears into is called Harry Potter Wizards Unite. This is a brand new game that was just released, I believe, um, I believe back in 2019, like late as 2019 came to a close, I believe that was when, no, it was early this year, actually. Yeah, it was the end of 2019, early this year when, um, you, when Wizards Unite was released. And now I'm going to say this, it is a damn good game. Like I'm saying this now, it is a damn good game. Um, it's kind of like Pokemon Go in a way because you're walking around, but instead of it being Pokemon, you're looking for escaped confoundables, magical escaped confoundables. Basically, there are these things and creatures in the Harry Potter world that have come to, that have basically escaped the, uh, magical, I guess they have escaped something. It is because you're with the, uh, you're basically, I don't even know what, how to remember it, but uh, you're basically, um, I'm trying to think of what it was, but um, I'm going to call it the Wizarding Conference. I guess that's what they call it. Um, I forgot what it's called, but um. You're basically on the side of the of the leading wizards, basically. Um, but you're a student from Hogwarts at the same time. So you're you're basically a student from Hogwarts because you have to pick because when you start the game, you pick your house, what house you're gonna be in, and then you know, like the Hufflepuff house, um, Gryffindor house, Slytherin house, or Ravenclaw house. Okay? You pick one of those, you pick one of those houses to be in. And you can change it, and you can change anything at any time. So if you get bored, of, like, I, I, my character is obviously Hufflepuff, but when I get bored of Hufflepuff and decide I want to be part of Gryffindor, then I can do that, you know? But um, what I'm saying is you can choose your Hogwarts house, your preferred Hogwarts house, and then you play the game as your own character, whatnot, 
throughout the game and then you're going around the i guess you're walking around or whatever just like pokemon go you're walking down the street as you're walking down the street you're gonna find lost confoundables and they're basically magical entities i call them magical entities of the game because that's kind of what they are but you find them you're supposed to basically capture them and you're basically supposed to capture them ministry of magic that's what it is you're a part of the ministry of magic the ministry of magic and you're basically like a volunteer for the ministry of magic that's basically what it is but you're also a student at hogwarts so it's like like they select elite students that's what it is they select elite students to be volunteers for the ministry of magic that's what it is and then you you're basically one of those volunteers your job is to find all the magical entities or confoundables in the game not in the game but you you have like confoundables that are loose you're supposed to find them and basically lock them back away towards them and bring them back to the Ministry of Magic to be locked away in a vault. That's what that's what you're supposed to do. You can customize your own wand. You can cu- basically customize your character in general. You can pick your ha- your um, Hogwarts house, uh, everything. It's completely customizable. It's you know fun to walk around and capture the confoundables. It's it's kind of you know if you're a Harry Potter fan, kind of like me. Um, it, like if you if you're like me, you like the movie series, you like the books, you're definitely gonna enjoy this game. I started playing it and I give it I give it a four and a half out of five, um, simply because I had a glitching incident when I started creating my account. But and I think that might happen to you because of the update. But other than that, other than that, it is totally playable. It is a great game to play, and it's one of the games I would totally recommend. So without further ado, we're now going to go ahead and switch gears into uh, TCG news, and then which is trading card game news, and then after that, we will close out the podcast. Alrighty, guys, really fast. I'm going to go ahead and jump right into the card into the card game news because um, I have to head inside. So I'm out in my backyard recording. I have to head inside after this, so I got to be fast. Um, so the Pokemon Championships for 2020 have been officially canceled due to the coronavirus pandemic. That means any of you that were planning to go to this event, I'm sad. I'm, I'm sad to say it. It has officially been canceled. The website has announced it. They're canceling it. It's the World Championships. Um, anyone that was planning on going, it's been canceled, and it's been canceled online. It is due to the coronavirus pandemic it's to prevent people because it's a large it's a it's a group attending thing and it would require a mass of people to attend and when a mass of a people when a mass of people come together at this time it's just going to cause it's just going to cause the spread of the virus so they're just doing that to keep you safe and keep you clean so um thank you guys so much for listening i'm going to add the little closing snippets here real fast um, do check out my Instagram at LazyTailWolfox for any updates on the, sh- on the podcast show that uh, you wish to hear or if you wish to be interviewed. Um, you can message me on my Instagram or my Twitter account. Those are my two main forms of contact. Um, do stay safe, stay clean. Please support my show if you can by means of listening to the ads. And the show website will be up. Will, will be up. It's going to have a, a behind-the-scenes blog. It's going to talk about if I'm doing update when, you know, it's going to basically be the update portion of the show. If you don't have social media, which I'm sure by now, everybody's got social media now, 
um, who doesn't have social media, a uh, social media at this point. Um, but other than that, stay safe, stay clean, and please support the show. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll see you guys next next time.